Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Four. It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. This is Primetime on Football Friday. 1080 The Fan. We're going to ring that championship bell. 60 minutes. Let's open up the whole can of kick ass and kill them all. Let the paramedics sort them out. Ready? This is a Football Friday edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk. Brought to you by the ALNA Sportsbook. Watch the games in the region's largest video wall and wager on your team at the ALNA Sportsbook. On 1080 The Fan. All right, welcome back. Hope you're having a nice little Friday. It's your sports bros, Roth and Souk. Uh, Buck is here, although he has been outed as a uh, thief. Well, a thief, really, yeah. An ener- well, to be fair, it's an energy drink thief. I don't know if this extends to other areas of uh, Ryan's sticky fingers, Buckley, but I'm going to try to give him the benefit of the doubt that it's, he only steals $3 worth of energy drinks. Well, and $3,000 worth of uh, music from the... Yeah, and, you know, know, your family's (laughs) history, it's like you're like Maverick. With your history, man, you need to be doing it better and cleaner than the next guy. You got shady family ties, and now you're carrying on a long tradition of theft and crime. Something's got to change, I guess. So if you want to see the video of him snaking (laughs) hardworking engineer Adam's energy drink, it is on our Twitter, at 1080thefan. And here's the, the biggest insult. He doesn't even drink it. He pockets it. He pockets it for later and just heads off. No, I came back here and I drank it. You put it in your pocket to walk back to the studio? Yeah. Seems a little suspect to me. That was a weird move that it went into the pocket. Yeah. Hmm. A lot. I felt like you were like, you know, screw you, Adam. I'm going to take this for later. It's almost more incriminating <laughs> when it goes into the pocket. Right? As opposed to you just cracking it right there. now you're trying to hide it as yeah. you walk. Exactly. Well, I, think, I think I was on my phone on the way back, but yeah, I mean, sure. I was hiding it. I think appear- we've rattled Buck today. That's what appear- well, he did get outed today. I mean, <laughs> he did not expect to be outed for his criminal ways. <laughs> Do you pay to the patron uh, saint of death, too? Do you have a little, like, a, a patron saint of uh, thievery oh, yeah. that you pray to? Yeah, I've, I've got father, a little shrine apparently. at home. Yeah. <laughs> Runs in the family. All right, Joey Harrington, 530. Uh, we will club tonight. Uh, this Brian Walsh. we got to talk about Brian Walsh. I can't believe Ugh. this. Who's the... 
Is it Santos? Who's the... Um, oh, George Santos. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we could power rank his lies. Yeah, we got a lot to get to. <laughs> There's suddenly a lot going on. That'll be in our club. We'll get to the NFL uh, weekend ahead in our next segment. Right now, the hot five at five. Oh. Hot topics, hot opinions. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the hot five at five. That's hot. The Hot Five at Five on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The Hot Five at Five with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. Number five. Today, the Pac-12 fired two senior executives after an independent investigation concluded that they failed to disclose overpayments by a distribution partner dating back to 2016. Yeah, just go ahead and keep that in the old pocket there. According to a release, the conference initiated an audit in the spring of 2017 that concluded one of the Pac-12's distribution partners had overpaid the Pac-12 networks for the year 2016 by a material amount. Both executives who the conference would not identify were made aware of the audit uh, results in December of 2017 but did not inform the Pac-12 Board of Directors, or the external auditors of the financial risk associated with the findings. Yeah, when because I read that. What do you think material? Like, what, like we're, we're millions, right? They're saying overpayments totaled more than $50 million. Because I didn't see that. I just saw the material payments. $50 million, And you just thought no one would catch that? Apparently so. Apparently Buck's running the Pac-12 offices in there. <laughs> No one's going to notice this energy drink or the $50 million. I mean, you talk about just like how brazenly stupid you could be. I get it if it's a... I, I get it or if it's... Greedy. Yeah, but if it's like a million or two and then, then the grand terms of that budget, I can see you being like, eh, maybe no one will notice it. 50 mil? Someone will pay attention. It's official. The Bengals be without three starting offensive linemen against the Bills on Sunday. Alex Kappa and Jonah Williams will not play. Uh, checking in on Bill safety, Damar Hamlin, uh, his friend... And business partner Jordan Rooney is keeping the media updated. He said today that while DeMar is out of the hospital, his recovery is still going to be quite long. He still gets winded easily and needs oxygen. His heart is being monitored regularly, but he remains upbeat and positive, and he has been able to visit with the team almost daily. I'm glad this because th- that he came out and said this because I think there's a lot of people that are like that are asking like, "Hey, like, if they get in the Super Bowl, like, is this?" No, he's yeah, no, he's not plunking. He's not. He's, <laughs> Not he's, he's, he's walking right now and needs supplemental oxygen. Like the guy died twice. Let's give him, let's give him some time. Fair. Uh, Colts interviewing Rich Basaccia for their head coaching vacancy you know, today. He did a pretty good job when he was the interim guy yeah. after the Gruden thing. And in, in, uh, were they in Vegas yet, or was Vegas. that still? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and he was our special teams coordinator in, in Tampa, and uh, guys love him. He was a he's a players coach. Bronny James, son of LeBron, reportedly narrows his list of colleges down to three. Ohio State, USC, and Oregon. Yeah. Remember, it was a couple months ago where the report was is that Oregon was the favorite to land him. And then LeBron came out and said, no, no, no. And I have no idea if you're that family why you make any of the decisions you make. But Ohio State is where LeBron's from, where he would have gone had he gone to college. Obviously, we know the Oregon connection there with, with Nike. He already has an NI deal with them, an NIL deal with them, and then USC is where they live now. So I don't know how you power rank those. Yeah, if you're wondering about Bronny, uh, he is 6'4". They rank him 34th among prospects. Uh, he is expected to make his choice upon the conclusion of 
this basketball season, his high school season. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, he's a good player, but this would not be like one of the Oregon great recruiting gets of all time. But as you mentioned, from a publicity standpoint, it's huge. Baseball trade infielder Luis Arise hit 316 for the Twins a year ago. He won the American League batting title, but Minnesota says, we don't care. He is dealt to Miami for starting pitcher Pablo Pablo Lopez. Now, I don't know a lot about Pablo Lopez. He is a 26-year-old righty. His ERA is 3.94 in 94 career starts. He's got pretty electric stuff. Okay. People are high on him. Um, Hillsboro Hops have hired the second female manager in minor league history. Uh, Ronnie Gajownik is 29 years old. She will take over the Hops. She served as the team's video coordinator in 2021. It's a quick climb from video coordinator to two years later being a manager. You mentioned she was like a gold medalist for the U.S. softball team at like the uh, was it Pan Ams. Yeah. An accomplished player in her own right. She's a badass. Well, congratulations for breaking, uh, you know, breaking that ceiling. Number one. Number one. Number one. And number one, five-star quarterback Jaden Rashada, who has officially been released from his letter of intent with Florida. This after a reported $13 million NIL deal fell through. Uh, he is going to be visiting Arizona State this weekend. Uh, he reportedly has a very good relationship with Kenny Dillingham because Oregon was on his shortlist yeah. before he committed to Florida. And his dad played at Arizona State in the 90s. Isn't this the definition of pay-for-play? Like, we don't have a lot of rules involving NIL, but one of them was we can't have pay-for-play. You can't go to a place simply because of, of an NIL deal. It was like the, one of the very few rules that we have. We had a kid that was going to Miami. This $13 million deal pops up. He says, no, I'm not going to Miami anymore. I'm going to Florida. And he goes to Florida. The deal falls apart, and now he's like, well, I'm not going to Florida anymore. Isn't this the very definition? If you're going to get an investigation into NIL and get someone in trouble, wouldn't this be the one? And yet no, like, no one cares. Also, uh, Michigan has fired co-offensive coordinator Matt Weiss. This is the same guy we told you about the other day. He was placed on leave following an investigation into his computer access crimes. Yeah, so, I mean, now we can wildly speculate exactly why he was getting into people's emails while searching through histories. You got everything from, you know, people saying, you know, was he looking to see if a, a recruit was talking to, or a player was, was thinking about entering the transfer portal? Was he trying to get the goods on something? Uh, I've heard other people throw out the old head, looking for porn, Dan, porn. Looking for porn. Well, he said, hey, this will all be cleared up. Big, giant mistake. <laughs> yeah. You know, nothing to see here. Uh, yeah, the next day, fired. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Yeah, just so you're, you're wondering, you can't go into other people's uh, computers and emails without permission. That's a, Ooh. That's a no-no. Really? Yeah. Now, Buckley, on the other hand, he doesn't abide by your stupid rules. He does what he wants when he wants. That's but right. for the civilized members of society, I will take your email information, and it'll be caught on camera for everyone to see. Well, you just you know, TikTok has it anyway, so don't worry about it. The Chinese own it. There is your hot five at five. Um, Joey Harrington in about twenty minutes. Up next, and NF- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Feld, divisional round, look ahead on the fan. All right, the Dr. Joey Harrington, 530. But um, let's look ahead to the weekend's NFL games as if we haven't already. <clears throat> Because we have. Oh, these are all tasty. There's not a single game that I'm uh, not interested in. Least interesting game? Hmm. Or I guess I should ask it this way. Which game do you think will disappoint us? Because you're right. They're all pretty juicy and have the potential to be good. Kansas City, Jacksonville was... If if you had to make me not watch one of them. And, oh. just, and, I, and I'm like, okay, well, I, I think this one's not going to be... Yeah. You know, I, I'd say Jacksonville and Kansas City. You know what I'd do? This, this is going to be controversial. You going Philly? No. Bills, Bengals. Get right the hell out of town. I think the Bengals are hanging by a thread, man. Well, I that may be the case, but you know, especially with the background of the DeMar Hamlin stuff and that game being canceled and being up in Buffalo and I and Josh Allen will just I, I, Allen in in uh in um, Joe Burrow, I that's that's must see. That's number 2 on my list. My my power ranking goes bottom to top. Like the the late game on Sunday, I'd go Cowboys Niners 1. And then I'm going Cincy Bills two, Giants Eagles three, and then the early one Jags well, in Kansas City. I, I too want to watch Bills. Bang, like it's certainly an intriguing matchup. I just think if you <clears> made <throat> me pick one game that in the end won't be great, won't live up. Yeah, I think it might be that one mm. because I the, think the O line issue, the O line issue, and then I feel like the Bills, <clears throat> the Bills have not been playing that great. They no. know they need to step it up. If they play a really good game, they'll yeah. they'll wipe the floor with and, Cincinnati because Cincinnati can't. Protect Burrow. Well, I've heard so many people use the argument of, well, Cincinnati made it to the, the the Super Bowl last year with a terrible offensive line. Yeah, that's not a good strategy. Like that's that's the worst. Like it's terrible. Did you see them against Baltimore? They I was ran. For, say. They ran for fifty three yards. Yeah. They they only put up what it was twenty points because the the defensive touchdown was the difference, and they were going to lose that game to Tyler Huntley. Well, I just want to say a couple things about that. One, um, the team that they beat last year. In the playoffs was Tennessee, yeah, or one of the teams. Obviously, they won in Kansas City, and we know how that game played out. So give them credit. I mean, they you don't just 
uh, stumble into a Super Bowl. Right? Yeah. But they beat Tennessee. They didn't win the Super Bowl, and they beat Kansas City. And then last week, they beat Baltimore with Tyler Huntley. I- I'm sorry, but the this Bills team in Buffalo yeah. is a little different it's, than Tennessee and Baltimore. Now, it's not that much different than Kansas, Kansas City, City. Yeah. Um, but I just don't think they do that again. I don't think they can just... It's not that easy, man. Yeah, it's just not. I agree. I mean, this is this is going to be a meat grinder, and I don't I don't like that people. I don't like. I mean, I, I just think it's a silly argument of well, Burrow Burrow did it last year without protection, so he can do it this year. I, I'm with you that that could get dicey, and then the one that I'm <clears throat> I think has a chance to be a blowout, but I'm I'm intrigued by it because I think there's a giant X factor, and that's Philadelphia. I think if Jalen Hurts is healthy, I think they beat the brakes off of New York just like they did in the first matchup. But you know, there's 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 rumors out there that when the Giants heard Hurts being tackled in that last game, that he was wincing, that you could audibly hear him, him like like moaning that he hasn't been participating in every drill in practice, and they're they're you know they're they're kind of babying that shoulder, and that thing isn't a hundred percent. He only ran the ball, I think, for like nine times, like thirteen yards in that last regular season matchup with the Giants, and that is just such an X factor because you've now seen this Philly offense, which is very difficult to prepare for. It's a unique offense; it's very run kind of college heavy laden offense. The Giants have a very good defensive front. They've seen this now twice, and if Hertz is not a threat to run the ball. This really limits what you can be as an offense in Philadelphia. In fact, I think that last matchup, I think they only scored 22 points and the Giants didn't play everybody. So Hurts' health, I think you'll know in the first five minutes of that game or the first, let's say, first two possessions that Philly has, whether or not that this thing is is going to be a dogfight or not. I think you'll be able to tell early where Hurts is at in this game. And if he can't go, the Giants and the way they're playing in Daniel Jones, they're they're – this this could get real good real fast. Did you know that all eight quarterbacks left are under thirty? Did you know that? I didn't know that necessarily, but now that you look through it, yeah, there's no. Who's you know the, who the oldest guy is? Is it Dak or Dak Ma- Prescott? Yeah, twenty nine. <laughs> and it's a nice little first time we've had a divisional round with all eight quarterbacks under thirty since two thousand five. And it's a nice little mix of quarterbacks because we got you know a fourth rounder in Dak who. People didn't think anything coming out of Mississippi State. You got Purdy, who's Mr. Irrelevant. You got the generational guys, right? You got Daniel Jones, who was considered an absolute bust and has come out of nowhere now, even though they didn't pick up his option. And Daniel Boy. Jones is, is playing better. You got a nice you got if a nice you, mix. If you just want to talk about why the NFL is so compelling, I give you Daniel Jones. Yeah. Because and there are other examples like Geno Smith. Mm-hmm the Russell Wilson situation, but Daniel Jones, he sucked. Yes. Was a turnover machine and is now getting ready to be paid. What? Maybe 30 million bucks a year. He's certainly going to be looking to put a, a, I don't know if he gets 30, but he's played himself into a nice contract. This league turns on a dime. Yeah. I feel like the Eagles came out of nowhere. You know, with Hurts, we used to say Hurts sucks. He he doesn't suck. He could not throw the ball, and he has continued to get better and better. And they have embraced this offense around him. And when he's healthy, it's well. And then you look at bananas. like Doug Peterson goes into Jacksonville, and they Saves, start out yeah. sucking, and all of a sudden they're great. Uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence is playing great. Yeah. I mean, the things just turn on a dime. And then you have the old 
the old guard like Kansas City and Buffalo and um, San Francisco trying to trying to win still. You know, it, it, it's just it's a, it's a great it's so good. It's a great like the Giants the, like, the pepper of it. There's a lot of different little storylines. Who could have predicted that? No one. I mean, the idea that you're sitting here. You know, Jacksonville, at least at the start of the year, I, Jack, some people thought Jacksonville may be a team that could win win some games, but no one had Jacksonville here. But at least there was some buzz. The Giants had zero, none whatsoever. Philly, I mean, I love Philly. I, they were my Super Bowl team, but that was still kind of one of those, like, you're taking a flyer because you're like, eh, maybe if Hurts, maybe if Hurts does something. And Dallas has lived up to expectations. And what if I told you that San Francisco... We went into this year being like, well, I mean, God, so much of it hinges on Trey Lance. Well, no, it didn't. Well, at least they have Jimmy Garoppolo. No, it doesn't. I mean, there's <laughs> yeah, exactly. great storylines. The only, like, Cincinnati and Kansas City and Buffalo, we all thought they'd be here. We, you know, that, but other than that, there's a lot of, there's a lot of new kind of exciting blood here that was certainly not necessarily uh, predicted or. You just can't see a lot of this coming, man. No, it's it's, so it's really hard. And that's, you know, TCU in college, that was a bit of a shock, but yeah. that's just such an outlier. What's more shocking, if the Giants make the Final Four or uh, TCU in the Final Four of college? TCU. There's very few NFL teams that uh, you can convince me have zero shot of anything simply because, you know, like you said, there's a, there's a 50% turnover every year and – Brian Dable, I mean, believe me, I did not believe that the Giants for one second would be a playoff team, but TCU, TCU playing in the finals? It's Sonny, Sonny Dykes in his first year? I mean, that's... Did you see he hired uh, Kendall Bryles as his OC? Did he really? He's getting a lot of heat. Yeah, being an arts kid. Arts kid, and he was at Baylor. And arts kid when... was the one selling free Art Bryles t-shirts, yeah. by the way, on his website. By the way, uh, Brenda, I'm going to pull this up. I just want to read you something. Brenda Tracy, you know, who yeah. was the... Uh, Oregon State rape victim and has yeah, now become a big advocate. And Yeah, she wrote something about Kendall Bryles. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, while I'm looking for that, um, what's with all of the... We, this is something we haven't talked about this week. What's with all of the clear false starts that they're not calling? Yeah, it is a little weird. Normally, are you going false starts or are you going to delay games? Because both. Both are happening. Well, the delay game is like they they usually give you a beat. They'll give you a, yeah. they'll give you a beat, but it feels like a lot of times they're giving you more than a beat now. Like they don't want to call that. That they don't want to call it, but yes, no, it, the false start. There has been a there has been a rash of left tackles starting early, and for whatever reason, it not being flagged. And if you notice, it's almost always on pass sets. It never gets called. If you get caught leaning forward on a run, they call it every time. I feel I feel like the NFL feels bad for tackles now and, and with the pass rushes, and they're like, ah, he left a little bit early. But, it, yes, I have noticed that, that it is a bit weird where you're like, oh, that's a penalty, and then they let the play go, and you're waiting for the whistle to blow, and it never gets called. So first thing is um, Baylor Regents reported 19 football players accused of sexual assault or domestic violence between 2011 and 2016, including four allegations of gang rapes, a lawsuit filed after that, alleged 31 football players committed at least 52 acts of rape, Jesus. including five gang rapes between 2011 and 2014. Okay, so that's it's what happened it's at, staggering. at uh, Baylor. Yeah. Uh, Kendall Bryles was there under his daddy, yep. Art, and Brenda wrote a thread about him, and I cannot find it. Mm. 
I just remember him, and and I I get defending your dad, but you know, I, it's just such bad optics because he was very much of the "how dare you insult my daddy and my daddy's great" and this and that, and I'm proud of what we did and blah blah blah. And then he took it a step further, and and like him and his wife were selling like free Art Briles T-shirts, which is just. I, I, you know, you know my feeling on Baylor and anyone associated with that program. Uh, it's just, it's, it's about as bad as it gets. Yeah, I can't. I, I don't know. Oh, here it is. Okay, let me read you this real quick, then we'll get to Joey. Brenda Tracy tweeted this uh, a couple days ago. She said, "Quick story about Kendall Bryles. He was at Baylor when I shared my story of gang rape with the Baylor football team. <clears throat> coach Grobe brought me in." Uh, Tate Wallace, another coach under Art Bryles, pulled me aside after sharing my story and confronted me about why I was there and who brought me in. He said Art didn't do anything wrong. It was a conspiracy against Baylor football because everyone hated them, meaning other coaches and football programs. It was a campus problem, not a football problem. Tate was later arrested for groping a high school girl. Mm. Kendall ended up at the University of Houston with Coach Applewhite. By this time, I had been railing against Art and Kendall being hired by anyone at any school in a very public manner. I had multiple discussions with Applewhite about why he would hire Kendall. Long story short, Applewhite brought me in after Kendall was hired, and Kendall heard my story again. When I was done, he approached me and introduced himself. I said, I know who you are. He then told me, and I quote, because I will never forget it, or his car salesman smile, you know, I'm a part of that 90%. Always have been, even at Baylor. I just looked at him, feeling thoroughly disgusted inside, and said, I hope you take your responsibility here to these players seriously, and I walked away to talk to some players. Mm. Uh, what she's saying there is, in her sessions, she talks about men as the solution to sexual violence, yeah. and she says she knows this because if women alone and groups affected by it could fix it, they would have already done it. So she says it's about 10% of men doing these things, and 90% of men are good guys. Yeah. Uh, the problem with the 90% is too many men are complicit in their silence. And uh, Kendall made sure to let her know he was part of the 90%. Yeah, I... Dirtbag. Everyone associated with that whole thing. That's just... It, it's pathetic. But, you know, you know the world of college football, man. They're, can you coach? And if the answer is yes, for the most part, they, they bring you back. All right. They've tried multiple times with Art. He just at least is still too toxic. <laughs> Joey Harrington, coming up next. Here's Buck. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Story time with Joey on 1080 The Fan. All right, we are back with our friend Joey Harrington here on another Football Friday. Not many of these left, but uh, here we are. How are you? I'm I'm good. How are you? I'm great. 
As a matter of fact, never Good. never better, as I like to say. That's any, awesome. I, I like that response. Has anyone ever been great when they say that they're great? I'm I don't great. know in the history of the I'm world. great. I am really great. I'm not lying to you. I'm great. Life's great. I, I'm feeling pretty great, too. I mean, I got, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, actually, man, how about this? Uh, Sue, so you can just kind of tune out for this part of the conversation. <laughs> Golf. But, um, yeah, I got to play L.A. North and Tory last weekend. Oh, nice. L.A. North. I, I, should I be familiar with that? What is that? L.A. Country Club? That's where they're, yeah, they're hosting the U.S. Open there this year. Oh, sweet. Mm-hmm. So you went double yeah. U.S. Open. Uh, yeah, Tory, I got Tory South and L.A. North last weekend. What would you think uh, of uh, Tory South? What would you think of that? Uh, they were getting it ready for the farmers. So all the fairways were in. Uh, all the rough was about shin high. And yep. it rained about an inch and a half <laughs> the night before. And pretty steadily for the first two holes. So, um, yeah, it was a bear. Yeah, it's no joke, that course. Yeah. Yeah. All right, scouting report on L.A. before we move on to football? Uh, some pretty unbelievable holes. Like, you know how you go to a place and it's like, oh, man, remember that one hole, you know, that one signature hole? You could you could make an argument for three or four holes at L.A. North that would be signature holes somewhere else. And it's so, like, you're literally in between, like, Wilshire, Bull, or Wilshire Boulevard and Rodeo Drive, and it's it's just tucked in like this little oasis. Pretty cool. Yeah, tucked into cool, just that cool. little small community. Just you know, just you know, quaint. That, yeah, quaint little Rodeo Drive, and you know, just mom and pop shops, and you know, soda fountains. Well, you just don't, you know, like you wouldn't expect a, a, a golf course to be, let alone like as big expanses. Like, where the hell did this come from? Like, how in the world did? a golf course get built here when it's like surrounded by all these high rises like oh all right is that private it is yes Mm -hmm. yes i had a friend who happened to um have access and um i was happy to take them up on the offer so you know sometimes you just gotta say yes hell yeah it should be life's philosophy. In the words say yes. of Big Tom Callahan. In the words of Big Tom Callahan, <laughs> That's right. why say no when it feels so good to say yes? I tell my kids that all the time. Like, if, if someone, like, as, as, as an experience as you're growing up, if someone asks you to do something, even if you've never done it before, if it doesn't sound that interesting, as long as it's not going to lead you to prison uh, or death, I say give it a whirl. Worst case scenario is you end give up with a, a cool story. Yeah, say exactly. yes. Exactly. You know, and then I found 20 bucks, right? You yeah. know, that's what you can all say, and, and the next time I brought a knife. Like, if it sucked, then just turn it into a good story. Absolutely. I don't know if you've heard this, but I've heard that, and I don't have the money to do this, but maybe in your circles, uh, this is a thing. I've always heard that you can get on any private country club you want in the U.S. if if you're willing to pay. Is that true? Uh, I... I have not experienced that, but if you know who to pay, then please tell yeah. me because I'd like we well, can go play Augusta. I think that's the key. Yeah, is the who, but they're there. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Let's explore this. Is this going to be like my next homework? Is to figure out well, who to pay and how much for the three of us to go play Augusta? Well, no, we've already done this. Now I have a buddy that was in the ticket industry. He's moved on to another business now because COVID. I mean, COVID killed yeah. him. But he was a he was a ticket broker. And, you know, he sold tickets all over the country, and he would always say, dude, you want to get on a club, if you got the money, you, you can you can do it. 
but I always knew him, and he always knew the guy. He said, at Augusta, you can play for $25,000. That's what he said. You know what that sounded like? So, um, I know this guy who dated this girl who saw <laughs> Ferris pass out at 31 Flares last yeah. night. Well, it's you don't have to believe serious. it, yeah. but this dude, this guy was legit. Yeah. My buddy Jake, and we never did this because we don't, I mean, I don't have $25,000 laying around, although maybe later in life I would <laughs> scrounge that up you for a once-in-a-lifetime you, you, you got some plans? Well, dude, it's Augusta National, like, yeah. you know... I'll pay 25 G's to play there before I croak. I actually find that to be a bit of a steal of a deal. <laughs> seems seems quite reasonable. I don't know. I would totally buy that because you got to figure there are some people that are that are around there and that, that are wealthy. But hey, 25 G's is 25 G's, and if you get it into the right person's hands, you know that's probably the easiest twenty five thousand dollars you're ever going to make. Is saying Easy. yeah, I'll host this guy. That's right. Yeah, that's right. We Riviera was ten. Because that's the one we were looking at, and then we, we got to going with him on it. Well, what about Augusta? But Riviera, you know, 10 Gs, go down, play Riviera. That's in L.A. You know, but it's better to be Joey Harrington when you just have friends and invite you out yeah. to these nice clubs. Well, I don't uh, – 10000 that's, that's a lot of yeah. money, man. Yeah. Like, I know. That is. You know, they go down to Tory, and, and the green fees were too I, – I so I had a gift, gift certificate that uh, my wife gave me, like, probably 10 years ago that's been sitting in the cupboard and every time like we look at it she's like when are you going to go play justin peel called me up the season ended you know things came up short in uh, atlanta for the in the falcons in the playoffs he said i'm coming back to san diego and come play golf with me i can use my gift certificate it was a 275 dollar round yeah yeah like that that's a lot of money yeah let alone 10 grand 10 G- yeah 10 g's at riviera is not worth it to me 25 g's no. augusta national it's a lot of dough, but you. It's a lot of dough to play golf. <laughs> you could get me on the hook. Now, I, I would have to. It would have to be a nice. If I'm going to spend. Yeah, I mean, if I'm going to spend 25 grand to play golf, I'm going to fly to Ireland. I'm going to play Port Marnock. I'm going to play Royal County Down and Royal Port Rush and Carn and Waterville. Yeah, there you and go. Like, all the way. And, like, literally, you could work your way around the entire country and not spend $25,000. No, that's definitely the true. Best. Like, come on. The way Jake put it to me was that he said. He said, uh, oh, no, we can get you on Augusta National, uh, but you're buying drinks, and drinks cost $25,000. Yeah, like, and I'll bet you if you get caught up in the moment, right? You get caught up in the moment, you're like, what the hell? I live once, you know, we're fine. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm taking out savings. Let's go, 25 Gs. I will bet you anyone that isn't just, you know, F you money, right? Where it's, you know, if you're worth 15, you know, 20 million, that's, that's different. But I'll bet you at some point in that round, probably when you have a triple bogey or you hit it into the azaleas or whatever, I'll bet you there's a moment where you're like, what the hell did I do? Like, I mean, this is cool, but like the, the new, the, it's worn off a little bit. You're eight holes in and you're like, I just spent $25,000 for this thing to kick me in the balls. I bet you there's some buyer's remorse. Well, I bet you Sue could take twenty four grand and kick you in the balls just for you know, like save a couple, save a thousand bucks. Right. Yeah, like I, I would love to go play Augusta, boy. I, I don't know twenty five G's. I, I don't think that unless it's like I'm, I'm gonna die next month. And what am I gonna do with the money? Sure, I'll go ahead and give that a whirl. Well, your guy uh, Lombardi got turfed in L A. Wasn't he? Uh, wasn't he your boy from New Orleans? The O C there. Yeah, we were together in New Orleans. Correct. Um, you liked him. I mean, you gotta have a. You gotta have a scapegoat, right? Yeah. I well, mean, I, I I get it. There were stale moments. 
completely, completely agree. And, and not that I followed that thing, you know, that situation, you know, day to day. But like we've talked about, when you're literally missing your top two receivers for the majority of the season, and when your defense gives up a 27-point lead, yes, I, I get it. All you have to do is go score one touchdown. I have one scoring drive in the second half, and you didn't do that. I get it. But you had a 27-point lead. That's that's like what's a good analogy? Blazers going into the fourth quarter up up thirty, and oh wait a minute, that sounds really really familiar to the to the two thousand or what was it ninety nine? Yeah, Lakers Lakers Sorry, go into yeah. the fourth quarter up fifteen. No way they lose. Yeah. Blazers. Yeah, Blazers. Or, I mean, Blazers. Eighteen yeah. point lead going into the fourth quarter. Uh, and then, and then firing. <laughs> well, nowadays, yeah, mind. I guess I'm putting my foot. Yeah, yeah. That's, that yeah, seems like nothing. It, it just, it just didn't, it, it didn't make sense, right? Well, you, I, I get there's, there's repercussions, but when you add like that, those dots didn't connect for me. Yeah, I mean, he's probably a scapegoat. Look, I mean, we all here think Brandon Staley probably should have been fired for the way he handled the um, healthy players on a week 18 that didn't matter, and then to blow a 27 nothing lead. He made some coaching mistakes in that game too. At the same time, you know, you, you know, maybe it is just as simple as a scapegoat, but my question about coordinators, particularly on the offense since that's what you played, I wonder how often they really do do a bad job. You know, it's like like you see all these guys getting fired. Like Greg Roman is clearly a good offensive coordinator, but just was forced out in Baltimore. I mean, it's it's you know, how often do you think they actually really do suck at it? Like, this is not working. You are not good. We need a fresh set of eyes. Versus it just being circumstance. Maybe there were injuries. Maybe it's just a philosophical thing. Maybe they just struggled for whatever reason to run the ball or the play calling was, was a little off. I mean, it just doesn't seem like, I mean, these guys all know what they're doing, you know, Lombardi included. It's just like, it kind of just seems like circumstance sometimes when these guys rotate in and out. Yeah, you know, the thing I would say about that is is I would chalk the majority of them up to philosophical fits, right? Does my philosophy of how I want to run the offense, does that fit the personnel that we have, right? Does that I, – I remember, you know, Sherm Lewis, was uh, our coordinator for for a year in in Detroit, and you know he's installing this play, and I'm looking at him, and he's saying this is a good play. You know we ran this with you know so and so 15 years ago, and 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 this is a good play, and here's how you do it. And I'm looking at the guys in the room, I was like, that you're asking this guy to do that? Like that 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 just doesn't fit. Now I understand that, like yeah, it's a good offensive play, great. You've studied your film. It, should, it you know that would work against this defense, but you're asking our players to do something that they're not. How do I put this? The good, if you're a good offensive coordinator, you can you can go score some points, right? You you can last for a little while. The great ones will adjust. The great ones will adapt. The great ones will say, look, here's what I want to do, but here's what I have. and Here's how I can get the most out of my the talent that I do have, as opposed to trying to jam this square peg into this round hole and say, this is what we're doing, by God. You know, I don't care what your strengths are. You need to do what I'm asking you to do. And I think, and, and I think that's, that's the difference with, with, with coordinators. 
I think the NFL has gotten better at that. I really do. When you look at, like, you know, we talked about Greg Roman. You can criticize their passing attack, but he knew what he had when he got there, and they built the best running game in the NFL. You look at what Philadelphia right. is doing with Jalen Hurts. You you know, we've seen this over the last, you know, uh, Dayball with, um, with Daniel Jones, who's running a lot of college concept stuff. I think over the last 10 years, the NFL has gotten much, much better away from the Mike Martz hey, you're going to run my system because my system works if I have four Hall of Famers. Uh, so I, I do think there's an evolution there in the NFL that's been positive, and we're seeing, I think, more creative offense. Well, on the Lombardi front, though, I, I feel like if you want to criticize him, you know, you have Justin Herbert. To your point about not putting guy like not doing things that your guys are capable of, I feel like you've got a dynamic quarterback, dynamic arm, and it felt like they never throw past the sticks, especially when they were in that game specifically last weekend where they were up 27 nothing, it's just like, why don't you, I don't know, I, I, it, it, was, it was a little puzzling at times. Yeah, people wanted to turn it loose. Why, yeah. don't, you push the, why don't you push the ball down the field? Yeah. Yeah, with Herbert. Is I that mean, what you're saying? Yes, because Herbert can. Well, great, Herbert can throw it, but, but if, if for the majority of the season the guys who can run to the place to get open are hurt, then you can push it down the field all you want, if there's, but nobody's going to be there to catch it. Well, but then they like also, that, that, so the flip side of that is they have Austin Eckler, they're up 27 points, and they don't run the ball. So it's like, you know, I don't know what Lombardi, I guess I can't get in Lombardi's head, but it just it just felt odd. That it, and I'm looking at one game, it's not the totality, but it's just it was just weird. Right, that, that was a, and if I'm being honest, I left at halftime. Oh, like I, I had a basketball, I had a basketball game to, co- to go coach. It was like it was twenty-seven nothing. Great, we took off and we went out to the, you know, we went out to our CYO basketball game, and not until after the, you know, after we'd uh, all Saints eighth grade boys had won, did I find out that, uh, you know, I saw uh, on a text message from my my dad and brothers that that the Chargers lost. I was like, no, you're kidding. They're like, no, they they really blew it. It's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. So yeah, I didn't I didn't even see. It was one of those things like with with Oregon, Oregon State. Like those things just don't happen. Yeah. It doesn't happen, but it did. And when they do happen, uh, people get fired. Then you get fired. Yeah. yeah, whether it's yeah. whether it's fair or not, we we say it all the time. You're watching a game and something. You're like, you know what? That's the sort of game that gets someone fired. And sure enough, we just thought it would be Staley, but it Staley got, exactly. Yeah, Real quick before we break um, and get into the games this weekend, did, did the coordinator thing ever appeal to you? I mean, does that does that suit your brain? The X's and O's sort of strategy of it all. Oh sure, absolutely. I mean, I, I I loved that side of the game. Are you asking if being a coordinator, if if I ever wanted to be an offensive coordinator? Yeah, like why didn't you pursue Is that? that? Question? No, because that's too much work. <laughs> No. Are you kidding me? Like, mm-hmm. do you realize what I, I've told you this before? Like, so Jeff Tedford literally kept an air mattress, like one of those blow up, like you know, you push the butt, plug it in, and push the button, like, and it'd be like you know, blow up air mattress in his office, and he slept there from Sunday to Thursday. Like, mm-hmm. that's how much work those jobs take. He would finish work at at midnight. And instead of going home and sleeping for four hours just to get back, you know, get up and come back in at five or six o'clock, he just said, I I get an extra hour of sleep if I just sleep in my office. I don't want that life. Like that, that's not, that's, that's, that's not what I, that's not what I'm about. I'm sorry. I hear you. What about like a coaching analyst, you know? Because didn't Tepper do that for a while at Washington, right? He went up there. Yep. Yep. You don't really recruit. You're just kind of yeah, like just an analyst. You're just like an X's and O's guy. That'd be you coach cool. the coaches. I mean, the, you know, 
that ship has sailed. You're retired. I just mean, I don't know. It's just kind of interesting, and you're good at it. So I just wondered if that was something that ever appealed to you. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the anything involving co- as soon as I saw what Tedford did, what the GAs would have to do, like literally, like, some of those. You know, I was I was at Oregon when Helfrich was a GA, right? Watching what those quality control guys did in in Detroit, like the hours that they worked, breaking down the film, the, like as soon as I saw that, I was like, yeah, I love football, but I, I, I'm, I don't love it that much. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that just turned me off to all, all coaching opportunities. All right. Uh, more with Joey Harrington coming up next. We will get into this weekend's divisional round of the NFL playoffs. And would, uh, would he want Tom Brady as his starting quarterback? If he were, I don't know, the Raiders or maybe the Niners next year, we'll get into those items when we return here, brought to you by mods, PDX on the fan. All right, we're back with Joey Harrington and uh, some good games this weekend, at least we think. Uh, We were talking about the X's and O's portion of it. Uh, Boy, it doesn't get much better than Cowboys-Niners, it seems like, Uh, Joey. I mean, you've got Kyle Shanahan, who's like seems to be a savant who nobody can figure out, versus Dan Quinn, who uh, is one of the better defensive coordinators in the league. This should be be fun. This this is going to be a test. I, I am really curious to see how Purdy does against this Dallas defense. Like you know, they had gone down the list of teams that not not that he hasn't done a fantastic job, but look, you know, he's won more playoffs game playoff games than I ever even played in, right? With one. Um and in that one game he went out and threw for what, three and a quarter and three touchdowns? Like yeah. <laughs> hell yeah, great job, man. But the list of teams that he has beat a couple times the the Cardinals um, I think the the Seahawks were in there. Maybe Raiders. they were all exactly under 500 teams. And not that, like I said, every win in the NFL is a good win, but this is different. Dallas in the playoffs with this type of pressure is different. And I'm curious to see how, how he does, whether this is truly like, because Kyle Shanahan can do whatever like he can design whatever play he wants, put together whatever kind of game plan he wants. But if Brock Purdy doesn't execute, doesn't, doesn't put those play, doesn't run those plays correctly, get the ball to the right person at the right time. Um, it, it doesn't matter what Shanahan draws up. Uh, Dan Quinn wins that one. Yeah. I'm looking through and I, I didn't think much about that. Like as, as far as who's he, who's he's played, but you look at it, you you're dealing with, um, Gosh, I'm I'm trying to see their, their best win would would have been maybe the the Buccaneers. You know, I think that's the only and and was, or under 500. Yeah, and the Bucks were a sub 500 team. I mean, they had to be mm. at a playoff team, but yeah, it's Are you are you looking at the list of teams that he played? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. And it's it's so less, who's on it's it's, it's yeah, the Cardinals, Cardinals well, I mean, times? yeah, you got the Cardinals and we cuz he started five the last five games, right? So he he played against the Cardinals when the Cardinals were playing like their third string quarterback. They had the comeback win against the Raiders and that was Jared Stidham by the way. That was after they benched Carr. Uh they mm-hmm. beat the Commanders uh and they beat the Seahawks. And then the other one would have been the Buccaneers. Those are his games. In right. the regular season, in the then, regular season, and then Seattle, last and week. then Seattle, last and now week. Dallas. Who's yeah? It's it's you know so this is a step up in competition. Well, yeah, but the thing about it Purdy, is. it's interesting about him is I feel like Kyle Shanahan, and you guys can explain this better maybe, but Kyle Shanahan, I feel like is quarterback proof. In other words, anybody back there, I, I feel like every time I watch Purdy, he's throwing to wide open receivers, and I think the the stats back this up that 
yards after catch, the Niners are astronomically better than anybody. And it's because they're so freaking open. Yeah, they said that the I was watching or reading this advanced metric thing, and they said the average NFL receiver on a reception, it's like 1.8 yards of separation is average on a reception. All of them. And they said that there's four, the four 49er main targets right now. So Ayuk, uh, Debo, Christian, and Kittle. Uh, since Purdy came in, they're averaging 3.3 yards of separation per yeah. catch. I mean, that's like... I feel like I'd be pretty good in that. Four offense. guys in an offense. You have four guys that are three yards open on average when they're making the receptions. And yeah. again, take nothing away from Brock, but... How does Shanahan do this? That's like, pretty that's, impressive. That's because what I want. How does he do it? He, because he has Debo and Kittle and, and McCaffrey. Mm. Like, literally, you have somebody at every level. You have somebody, and you, and the flexibility that McCaffrey gives you, like you can you can put the guy in the slot, you can run him out of the eye formation, you can like he is one of the most versatile. And Debo, like let's let's not forget that he was complaining last year and didn't want to come back because he played so much running back. Yep. Yet he's an All Pro wide receiver. Like the the amount of flexibility that those guys give you is absolute. I mean, it's gold if you're a if you're game planning. Right, the the personnel packages that you can put together, and the matchups, the matchup problems that you can create, are are nightmares for for a defense. Like if you are trying to say, I got to worry about this guy, I got to worry about this guy. Okay, McCaffrey's coming across. Like it's just like there are some teams that that have a, a standout wideout and they'll do everything they can to, you know, get that person in man coverage, right? You see, you know, you see I've got well, pick a pick a wideout. Whenever Chase. I've got X wideout, whoever it is, whenever I see single coverage, I'm throwing in the football. Right? That's what a lot of teams will will go to. With San Francisco, I would uh, you know, I want to guarantee, but I'll say 99 99% safe. That they don't say that. Because by saying every time I get Debo wide, you know, in one on one, I'm throwing it to him. What are you doing here? You're eliminating the possibility of getting it to George Kittle or Christian McCaffrey. Right? This is, if you, he's quarterback proof because you can scheme teams up to the point where you're not reliant on the quarterback making an exceptional throw. All they have to do is get it through to the right person because you truly have personnel at every level. That's the, the amount of wealth that they have at the skill position is, is skill position is absolutely incredible. I don't know how they've done it under the salary cap. If, if anyone wants to, be, like, if anyone's a football junkie, go out and you can find them on Twitter. There's a bunch of really good analysts that have done this and you find them on YouTube or whatever, but Watch the 49ers because they, they stay in this 21 personnel, which almost no one runs. It's two backs and one tight end. Two backs and one tight end. And, and yep. you just don't see that very much. But in you can watch them go with that 21 personnel. You can watch them go five wide. Five wide. Empty. Mm-hmm. Complete an, an eight-yard slant. Run up to the line of scrimmage. Right? And, and so there, there's no substitution, and they'll take that same five that, that same five personnel, and they'll go two tight end with a fullback. And run that little misdirection kind of crossbuck play with with Debo mm-hmm. as the back and McCaffrey as like an an H back and then Usechek and Kittle as your two tight well, ends. The tight end, yeah. And, and then Ayuk's still out there, you know, and, and you can get one on one with them whenever you want when you do this. But 
the uh, you, you just should not be able to go with true two tight end power run formation to an empty set with no substitution, or you can check at the line of scrimmage to do it. They're just they're they're. Their flexibility is unlike anything. So you're NFL. saying that's personnel driven? Yes. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. One hundred percent. Because a bright mind to go with. Well, Shanahan is a bright mind, but we've also seen him where he's had a ton of injuries and yeah. it didn't yeah. go this well, yeah. right? Jim's like, and Joe's make a big difference. Yeah, but I've I think it was Richard Sherman who was saying this, and it may not be, but it was a former player who was saying he was describing Shanahan as this. He said that all of his plays look the same, like you're talking about. Like they they all just look basic, or they start with that. Whatever you call it, the uh, twenty-one formation, twenty-one personnel, yeah, twenty-one personnel, twenty-one personnel, yeah. And from there, they they build towards more. In other words, it's almost like he's telling a story. Like, first of all, it's hard to gauge where they're going because, like you said, they have all these weapons in that same uh, set. But then there's this next level where he takes it, where he's like, okay, once you bite on this, that opens up this whole other thing that I'm going to unlock now. And then once you try to figure that out and bite on that, I'm going to open up this whole other box that uh, is another level to this. And it's like, I think it was Sherman that was saying he's never seen anybody that layered in his time. And it's almost, it's, it's like, he's like a maestro with it in what it unlocks, what, what the one play unlocks the next play, which unlocks the next play and, and so on. Well, and and when you have those type of instruments, then then you can be a maestro. I mean, that's not to take anything away from him as a as a coach and a play caller, but it's a lot easier to do those things when yeah. defensively <laughs> you have to be. You're not scared, yeah. but you, but you are uh, you are aware of yeah. every uh, of every position on the field. So, what do you think this weekend? Is that that's probably the game of the weekend, right? Or where are your eyes? I look. I am of the belief that that San Francisco's defense is simply too good. I, I am. I, I I think that that is going to be. I don't want to say a blowout, but I think it's going to be a bigger win for San Francisco than people think. Okay. I'm curious about the Cincinnati game. That's that's that, that's the one that I, the Cincinnati Buffalo game. I think is going to be an absolute. I mean, that that's going to be a uh, 41 to 38 kind of game. I'm curious to see if this offensive line can hold up for Joe Burrow. I'm curious to see if if Josh Allen can limit himself to just one turnover. Like th- this is this is potentially going to be one of those exciting down to the wire, high high scoring. Um, oh my God, did you see what happened? Type of games. That that's the one that I want to watch. All right. Well, we'll get to Brady stuff next week. You're coming on next week, right? Uh, if you'll have me. Always. <laughs> yeah, always. I love Tom Brady, but, boy, depending on which team, maybe the Niners, I don't know if I want him. Isn't that weird to say? Yeah, well, I mean, look. Uh, kind of weird Joe to say. Joe Montana got traded. Stuff happens. I mean, yeah. the, the NFL stands for not for long. 45. How yet old? he's gone for longer than anybody. <laughs> How old are you again? Look, I am 44. Yeah. L- look, though. Look, look. Looking. If you went through... Just all I have to say before we, you know, we can get, get to this next week. Okay. If you went through what he went through in his personal life at the start of the season, literally as training camp is going on, if you went through that, do you think that your performance in the in the radio booth would be affected? Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. That's all I'm saying. 
And uh-huh. I'm not saying he's not getting old. I'm not saying that his skills aren't declining. All I'm saying is I don't believe that this year was an accurate representation of what Tom Brady can bring to a football team. All right. That's all I'm saying. All right. Well, we'll start there next week. And um, have a great weekend watching football. And uh, we'll talk to you then. Thank you. All right. Sounds good, guys. All right. See you, Joey. Joey Harrington each week brought to you by Mods PDX. The future of building is here. All right. Uh, up next in the club, how dumb is this Brian Walsh guy? I mean, my God, we got to go through his uh, the list of things he Googled. It's incredible. He's the worst criminal of all time. That's next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 